Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Koopalings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack, where we have way too much fun when you're not watching us, apparently. My name is Donnie Reese, and tonight we record episode 151 of the Nintendo Shack podcast, where we talk about Mario 3D All-Stars and yet another Nintendo Direct. I feel like we've had like nine Directs. We have another one to do. Uh, before we get into that, join me here each and every week, the lovely Garrett Bland. How are you, sir? Oh, I'm lovely now. Good. How are you? It's doing good. It's doing good. Good. Thank and the you. face that runs the place, Miss <laughs> Rebecca, the Forest Minish. How are you? I am doing great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Before we get into the Mario news, let me start the show by thanking everybody that helps keep the boat afloat over at patreon.com slash PSVG. So thank you, Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh, the Bonesaw Borboni, Chris McElfresh, Dem Tyus, Kyle Heyman, Michael Masick, the Eggshin, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Falhaba. Paul Calico, Rude Days 93, and Rob Emanuel. We're going to start the show like we do each and every week by getting to what we're playing. I'm going to pass because I haven't been playing anything at all, actually. I've been playing Xbox all week long with the exception of a game that released today, but I'll save that for when we get into the news block. So, nice. Garrett, won't you tell me what you're playing? Super quick. I'm still just playing Atelier. Um, JRPG, comfort food. Yeah, Atelier. Yeah. Your favorite game, Your Donnie. favorite JRPG. Yeah. Terrorizing, aka Terrorizing. Triple H. I got it. Yeah. Um, not much other than that. I've been playing other games as well. So, super quick. Um, I'll probably just tell more detail about that later because it's a long JRPG. Nice. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Well, the spotlight turns its big, bright <laughs> attention to the star of the show. I have been playing all the Mario that's ever existed you've had to hate it uh, right like god it just must be torture for you <laughs> mario sucks doesn't it i like mario now guys oh, Breaking wow. wow just Breaking like playstation news. folks she's backpedaling too everybody's just rolling it back this week that's just rollbacks at walmart wow <laughs> <laughs> no no i so i was very very fortunate to be able to get a review copy for twinfinite of super mario 3d all-stars um part of the reason is because i have never played any of these three classic games before um i'm vaguely familiar with them um if, if you listen to the show you know i'm not really a mario person i didn't grow up with it so within the span of a week from last thursday to a couple days ago i played and be and experienced and did all all the stuff for 64 sunshine and galaxy that's a lot all the mario that yeah i i haven't been streaming if you've been wondering why you know where the heck i've been because i can't stream that i couldn't stream that i uh had to play it in all of my free time on um, review and review yeah yeah so it was uh i mean i say i had to play it it was so much fun playing mm -hmm. these games for the first time Man, I have so many impressions of what it's like to play these games for the first time in 2020. Um, they hold up. Did they you play portably and on TV? I did, yes. Um, yeah, for, for all three of them. Mm -hmm. Good. And um, I know a lot of people probably, we, we do have lots of actually Mario questions um, today. I don't know if you want to get to them sooner or later. Um, but uh, 
I don't know. Do you want me to, to give my full, like I can kind of give a summary of what I said in my review? Let me set sure. you up here. Um, I was really proud of a lot of the reviewing influence journalist takes on this mm. collection, because while I'm still ex- extremely excited to play this tomorrow, might even stay up tonight and play it after I edit the show if it goes out at midnight. Um, I 100% repre- understand why people would want more, and I'm one of those people. I would expect more. I got to say this. Yeah, this was a hard game to review because there was the balancing of these are some of Nintendo's best games ever. And yeah, they're still great versus but this what, is kind what of a would they be a half hearted attempt at an anniversary no. collection. What's the standard of re-releasing a game in a collection or a remaster, if you're even going to call it that? Um, I was a little upset to see some of the Digital Foundry stuff that came out today. Um, specifically frame rates. I don't understand why these games are locked at 30. That makes almost zero sense unless it is truly, you know, we want to keep it at, at, at as close to the original experience as possible. But then that doesn't, I've never, I don't really like that idea because if that was the case, then put it on Nintendo Switch Online, mm-hmm. right? Um, they did update these games like 64 mm-hmm. for all the things that we make fun of it. And, and I do think it's open game to make fun of it. They are improved. The textures mm-hmm. are improved. The resolution is improved in Mario 64 greatly. From afar, maybe it doesn't look like it. If you put pictures side by side and you see what Mario 64 actually looked like, this looks way better. So I will say the games, all three of them look beautiful. That is not my complaints at all, I think. That's good. Um, the visuals, they, they look really good. And it does look older. It does look like it came out of the Nintendo 64. But do you know how, like, when we remember the games that we played when we we're younger, yep. in our heads, they look a lot better than they actually mm-hmm. were. If yep. you actually go back and replay them, they didn't look good at all. The way they did Mario 64, especially, I think is how people remember it in their heads to look. Um, which I think is the best way they could have done that. I think you're right. Um, I don't think it's the best way they could have done it, but I think you're right in terms of the premise of maybe what they were going for. So I appreciate mm-hmm. the, I appreciate that some things were done. I wish they did more. I am, I'm still really upset, and I think it's a huge fault that they did not make 64 widescreen. And at the very least, yeah. if they weren't going to do widescreen, then give us like some cool bumpers, like some fan service. Mm-hmm. I think that's kind of where I'm, I'm upset with this the most. <laughs> There appears to be like no fan service from the reviews that I've read. No enhancements. There's no background. <laughs> there's no interviews. There's, there's no videos, commercials. There's, there's nope. nothing. And it felt very really much sucks. like I was playing 64 on the virtual console. Like if, yeah. if they had taken six, you know, Nintendo 64 virtual console and put it on the Switch, it felt very much like that, um, which begs the question, well, why, why didn't they do that? And then why didn't they give it a full because my problem is is that these games deserve a full proper remaster full Mm -hmm. proper remake because these are the cream of you know the cream of the crop nintendo games like even now like playing it for the first time i can see how well these games live up you know there's that magic to be felt and it's really a shame (laughs) these games do deserve that modern polish the camera in 64 it was so revolutionary in 1996. I get that. I grew up in that era too. I understand that for sure. It doesn't hold up in 2020. You know, we're mm-hmm. so spoiled by the fully rotating camera in Odyssey. And to not have that in a, a re-release of the game, to me... Or like at least an option of it, right? Dated. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, um, it's not on par. I mean, Romain's in chat bringing up these amazing collections like <laughs> SNK, 40th Samurai mm-hmm. Showdown. I'll bring up Rare Replay. They're like mm-hmm. chock full of this stuff. And 
the thing that I was always hoping for, and I'm so I am so happy that you've got to experience these, and I think it's still the, worth it. Oh, I'm absolutely because oh, yeah. the games, <laughs> a good game isn't like lessened by the fact that it's not as good a remaster. I think that's where mm-hmm. the the rubber meets the road here. Is Mario 64 is still the iconic Mario 64 that it always was. Mm-hmm. It's just not as great a remaster as other remasters are, and that's mm-hmm. where again, just to reiterate, I'm happy that I was ha- I was happy to see sixes and sevens. Because I think it's okay to love something mm-hmm. to death and totally roll over on your own prim- premises for it because you love it. Because of nostalgia, you can go, I freaking I can't wait. I'm so excited. And then also yeah. fairly be critical in your judgment. And yeah, it's tough because the games themselves at, at the time of the release were nines out of tens, tens out of tens, you know, the, the very best that they could be at the, their time. But when we're seeing that in 2020 as a remaster for the 35th anniversary, you know, they're hyping this up and making it this shiny new package. Uh, yeah, it, it does make me wish that they did go that extra mile because, like I said, it's mm-hmm. what the games deserve. I think definitely for Mario 64 and, and Sunshine, definitely deserve it. But man, that Galaxy, it's looking, that looks really they good. They gave Galaxy the most love. They it's wow, There's okay. three different controls for it. Um, oh, that's yeah, so that cool. one. I wish that what they did with Galaxy, I wish they did with the first two games because if they did that, I don't think we, we would be seeing this, you know, mm-hmm. this discourse about it. Uh, for sure, they they did put a lot more love into that one, which is to me a little bit funny because I feel like it needed it the least. Right? Um, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. that game was that game is still pretty on Wii, just because mm-hmm. of the art style. It's still really pretty, and I was happy to see that. I know Sean in particular, who's in the chat, he was pretty um, upset about the controls and the lack of options and the lack mm-hmm. of what he considers to be yeah. just modern expectations. Yeah, the thing that I know, especially for him, was in Super Mario Sunshine, and me and Sean are actually a little bit flipped for this. I own Mario Sunshine. I've had that game for years, and I've tried to get into it, and the reason why I couldn't was because of the inverted controls. It didn't click Mm -hmm. with me. I couldn't do it. Um, So I I never really got that far in that game. In the remaster, or I I should say the the 3D All-Stars collection, they've reversed that. So now it's normal controls. It's no longer inverted, which is great for people like me. But then you have the whole camp of people who did prefer the inverted controls mm-hmm. who are now at a loss, just like how I was for the original one. And it seems just so it boggles my mind that today that they would not include that as a standard option in the game that you can go into options and, and just flip a button for it. Especially when we see that they included these sorts of things on Wii U Virtual Console, on SNS Classic. They had wrappers, they had borders, mm-hmm. they had save states, they have button configuration. Save they've, states is another thing. Mm-hmm. They've done all this. It's been done. So why not include it here? And it, it does feel like a very half-hearted celebration of the 35th anniversary. Yeah. And that's unfortunate because of, again, the shelf that these games sit on. And the thing that I've always said is when you release a 3D All-Stars, the reason I wanted it to be called that is because I think Mario All-Stars is the definitive way to play the majority of those games. As I've said it forever. The best way mm-hmm. to play Mario 3 is to play it through Mario All-Stars. I want this to be the same. I still think it is. I do think oh, that the Switch's way, like d- just because it's on Switch versus other consoles, I think gives it a leg up. The fact that it's HDMI, people will be able to stream these games better than ever before. They won't have to pirate them. There are a lot of built-in advantages that I will give them credit for. But Mm -hmm. Garrett, you're spot on. It's barely the definitive way. That's the Mm -hmm. best way of putting it. It's barely the definitive way to play these games. I really think what they've done with this this port or whatever, they 
send it to an intern over the summer. It's like, yeah, make these games work on Switch. Because you say, you know, they gave a lot of love to Galaxy, but they they had to do that for NVIDIA Shield, as, as Donnie yeah, said, it's been in done. China. So, like, they literally just had to bring these ROMs over and just make them work on Switch. <laughs> Touch them up, yeah. yeah. Well, which brings up something, and I don't mean to interrupt you, Rebecca, but, I mean, a lot has been said to the fact that these are emulated, that these have emulations, and they are basically mm-hmm. ROMs running on emulation. And people take that a lot of different ways. So several people are looking at that as hope, that we might have more GameCube upreses, and hope. that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I would be, I would pay $20 to play Star Fox kind of upres on Switch for mm-hmm. sure. Um, there are some some things that they would get me to bite because of the GameCube is so rare. And it's not SNS. We don't have a million different ways to play those games. So I would be excited for that. I don't look at that as hope, though. I think they use emulation to put these games on because that's the easiest path to development. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? Rebuild yeah. these game codes for Switch? No. no. We're going to get an emulator <laughs> and put these ROMs in here. Yeah, I so. think a lot of people hear the word emulator and they freak out about it. But, you know, I think that... This these releases for 3D All Stars is if, and I said this in my review as well, so I'm kind of echoing it, you know, for anybody who's read it already. This collection I think is for three people for for collectors, hardcore Mario collectors, for people who are new like me who have mm-hmm. never played one or more of them before. Tons of people, uh, tons of people. For these people, games are mm-hmm. 25 years old. Mm-hmm. Or for people who maybe grew up with these games and haven't played them lately and want to relive that magic again from their childhoods. Um, if you are going into this and, you know, you've played these games a lot and you um, are hoping for something different or new or flashy or fancy, it's probably not for you. You're not going to find anything new or different here. Now, we all get our pound of flesh. So I'm going to say it again. I can't freaking wait to play these games yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, still get hype, still get, get hype. <laughs> I'm so excited. I have been excited. Six months ago when it was when it was leaked that the Mario 64 wasn't going to be the HD treatment we wanted. What did I say then? Don't care. Still going to play it. I absolutely love Mario 64. That's amazing. You know what this is doing? Saving me from digging out my SNS Classic <laughs> or my N64 or getting something on a ROM and figuring out how to make the shaders work and asking Garrett for help. I don't have to do I, any of that. <laughs> I just buy the game and I play it on my Switch. So I'm still all here for it. And guess what? If you're like, you're part of the problem, you're right. I am. That's I okay. I don't like that mentality because you buy the games that you like and you want to play. That's yep. not a problem to me. Yep. I hate that phrasing. Well, I think the point is if we didn't buy them, then that would encourage them to maybe do better, which I appreciate. But I would there's that's such like a wishy-washy statement because right. I, I could also say that b- because we buy them, they've shown that you, they've done enough. You like the fact that they're doing a remaster. Right, right. Like, we're with. actually yeah. buying them. So Nintendo has done enough to warrant our purchase. That, that's ultimately what we always want is we want these companies to warrant us buying a product. And uh, <clears throat> Nintendo's done it. By mm-hmm. just this minimal amount of effort. That's true. That's the power of IP. It now, is true. Now, if you guys really want 4K, 60 frames, or unlimited frames, just let me know. We can hook <laughs> you up. Or I can hook you up. You know, that's something it's that I wish was brought up in more reviews. A lot of reviews cite what these emulators can do. They can unlock the camera. They can unlock the frames. They can do all these things. And it's yeah. like... Well, then point people to that if they want that option. That option, it's not like that option doesn't exist. Would it be nice for Nintendo to adopt it? Sure. But it's not like you can't, you can still do that. I would rather see new, like, changes in the form of new content or, like, quality of life fixes, things that 
yeah, aren't already being done. I would have liked to see some of the Giga League stuff, like just fun stuff like that. I would have loved <laughs> to have seen like some, you know, like some a lot of ass type things, just yeah. maybe yeah. photos or something like that. The original mm-hmm. N64 commercial, you know, something like that to just kind of make. And again, something as simple as rappers. We're talking about a JPEG, right. an overlay, right? <laughs> I could have, I could have made them, Nintendo. You could have just asked me. I've done it for free. I wouldn't even have wanted credit. A lot of games, yeah, a lot of games that are ported to the Switch have that. I, I think that is uh, itself just kind of shows you the investment that they made in this, and it's not much. It's not much, but it no. still doesn't take away that it's three There's amazing still games. Three amazing games, absolutely. Mm-hmm. We do have two quick, quick questions about Mario while we are on the topic of it. Sure. Uh, Boss Beater Gaming wants to know: Will 3D All Stars Mario 64 solve the L is real mystery? As soon as I booted up that game, I went back to check. You cannot read it. It is still a blurry little mess. <laughs> We have still not solved the L is real mystery. Luigi is not in the game. So I can't wait to run around the courtyard and do flips off the trees and slide down the hill into the water. Mm -hmm. (sighs) It's fun stuff. Magical. Raven Sird wants to know what each of our favorite games are included on the 3D All-Stars collection. 64. I've only played one is Galaxy. So So I think Galaxy is the best game. If I had to offer, it's the best. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I kind of agree with you, Danny, for like different reasons. I, um, I think 64 is the best game of all of the three because just from the, the level design, I, I think they really perfected it from the start. I had the most fun playing Galaxy. Galaxy was kind of the return to form from 64 that had been that long. And Galaxy, I've always said the Galaxy, and that, it is a shame that Galaxy 2 isn't here because Galaxy was really kind of, um, Revolutionary not, might not be the right word because I'm sure there are other games that did it, but the way Nintendo did it with Mario on an IP and how many people was exposed to it, they kind of changed the formula for platforming and for Mario. You know, it's, 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 oh, people are not going to like this. It's kind <laughs> of the Breath of the Wild effect that Zelda has on the <laughs> series. Galaxy kind of had that effect on Mario, I think, at least as somebody who was there day one with a Wii. I was ecstatic to play Mario. Like I was like, look at Galaxy. We've never seen anything like this before. It's blowing my mind. I don't think I would have liked Galaxy as much if I had played it on the Wii because I enjoyed it the most playing it with a pro controller. I I do not think I would have liked it with a pointer. Mm -mm. Sure, sure. It, it was kind of a struggle for me with the motion. Yeah, but they, I will say the controls in Galaxy, they did a really good job with adapting it to the Switch. Yeah. My two favorite ways to play are with the Pro Controller and, and handheld was not bad either. Nice. Yeah. I think I think Galaxy 2 was the best game. It has incredible level design and enemy design, but Galaxy 1 was the most novel. It was the most refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and compare them to my games, I think Galaxy is a better game, but mm-hmm. Mario 64 is the iconic game. Like, mm-hmm. that's the one. That's the special one. That's the Super Mario <clears throat> world of the 3D Mario games. You know, like, that's the one. So I will say I do not understand all of the hate that Sunshine gets. Um, I don't okay. think it stands out as much as the other two. I, I almost feel like Sunshine is an extension of 64. Um, I, I like the levels. Um the one thing I didn't like about it was how you you had to go in order. You couldn't really pick and choose which levels to do the way that you could with 64. It was very much okay. Like you have to be like the first seven in each world in order to move on. Um, I didn't like the levels that Flood got taken away because they, they were, they're challenging. I'm not a good platformer. Anyone who has seen me play platforming games, I'm horrible at them. Um, so that was tough for me. But for people who like the challenge... 
I think it, you know, it would be fun um, for them. Uh, I don't, I don't think it deserves the hate it gets. Um, I'm not going to hate on it. I mean, it's, I don't, I don't like particularly enjoy it. I think it's a good Mario game, but that's kind of all I think it is. I don't think it's a special Mario game. I don't think it's an iconic Mario game. I don't think it really does anything outside of the setting and the graphics, which in GameCube time, like was important. And I'm, and I've seen some of the footage for this one and it's, it's really, really nice. So I will boot it up. I don't know if I actually have any desire to actually try to replay all of sunshine again i just the levels didn't feel quite as inspired to me as 64's did there were a couple of them that really stood out that i really liked um overall probably not so much i did like the flood mechanics though because i didn't have to fall as much with flood (laughs) i could propel myself and not fall and that's why i like galaxy too you don't really fall in that game nice easy (laughs) anything else on mario um i that's i mean that's it go read my review if you want more review it's nice. awesome you got to review it. Congrats! Oh my gosh, I and feel so, so I'm so happy. excited. <laughs> like I said, I'm. It's nine thirty. Usually, I edit the show until what, like eleven thirty. We have like fifteen minute post show chat. I'm probably gonna boot it up and play a little bit tonight, and I'm gonna. You totally, I'm gonna get the Treat kids. Yourself. I'm gonna get the kids up together, and we're gonna <sighs> play it tomorrow. And I already told you, my wife loves Mario sixty four. It's the first game she ever played because I bought it for her for her 16th birthday. So mm-hmm. it's nostalgic. It, it has, you know, all of our puppy love time memories for her and everything. So we're going to go rescue that baby, that baby penguin. And we're going to go slide <laughs> in on that damn slide. We're, we're going to do it. So um, let's kick off this week in Nintendo and let's get into today's news. Guys, we had another Nintendo Direct, a partner Direct Mini to be exact. As we've been alluding to for quite some time, that there were more games to announce, and boy, were they! It was so good. Is this the best oh direct goodness. we had? I think so. This year, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it really, really good. It kicked off the show with Monster Hunter Rise, which is out March twenty sixth. Garrett, you 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 put down some info here for me. Yeah, so I watched the Monster Hunter Direct afterwards as well. So Monster Hunter Rise, um, yeah, a brand new Monster Hunter game. It's not like a sequel to Monster Hunter World or anything. It's a brand new game coming to Switch. Uh, it looks so it looks good. Incredible. It looks incredible. I'm not great. even a Monster Hunter fan, but it looks really right? good. Right? <laughs> I'm the same way. I'm like, I don't even like Monster Hunter. They started showing it, and I was like. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It looked on par with Monster Hunter World, which just shocks me. Um, probably the biggest uh, difference in this game now is actually the traversal. So now that you have you have a what's called a wire bug and this works kind of like like a swing or like a like a hook shot where you can like like move up a lot vertically, which is kind of different than what you see a lot in Monster Hunter games. Normally you run a lot on the ground and then you have to climb through the vines and it was pretty slow, Um, but this looks much faster and and I'm glad that they're trying this out. They also introduced wall running. And the the also the new thing is the canine unit. You got a new a new doggo. You got puppies in this game. Can you pet the so, dog? I was just gonna ask. I think you can pet the dog. That's they important. better. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called Palamut, and and it can also run like on walls. And actually, you don't need to use it. Uh, like if you use it, you don't run out of stamina. So it's not like you're running and then you have to walk a little bit and then you have to run. It's like you get on the dog and you just run. So they were really thinking about the traversal um, in this new game. Um, and there are two editions, of course. There's a standard edition and then a deluxe edition. They'll include DLC. They'll probably be extra missions, extra monsters, stuff like that. And there's three new amiibo, the cat, 
the dog and the monster. They look so good. I want mm-hmm. them. I don't even like Monster Hunter, but I want those amiibo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're GameStop exclusive. So go for it. The second thing uh, we got. I'm sorry. Keep going. Oh, uh, no. It's the compatibility. So there's also what they mentioned is they have compatibility features with the other Monster Hunter game that they, they mentioned in this direct Monster Hunter uh, Stories 2, which I, I don't know what that could be. Maybe oh. sharing monsters. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's what I would imagine. Something like that. Something like that. And then you can pre-order now, digitally. So good. So good. And not that far away. It was pretty, like, somewhat close announcement compared to what, you know, typically we can get get announcements a year or two away. This one's coming up um, Mm -hmm. shortly soon. Um, It did leak out ahead of time, but only, like, a couple screenshots and images. If anything, I think it just kind of hyped the announcement for it to come. And, like I said, in motion, it looked great. I was completely... I want to say kind of shocked that we are getting Monster Hunter Stories 2, which was the next announcement. Um, I played it on 3DS. I did not finish it like I, you know, seldom do. I'm not a Monster Hunter player, but all of the reviews for this was like, if you've never gotten into Monster Hunter, try Stories. And I did. Mm -hmm. And I kind of liked it. It's It's really good. It's kind of like Zelda in a Pokemon game, Mm -hmm. kind of. And it actually had a really cool, like, good looking art style for 3DS. And this game looked great. From the get-go, when they started showing, I was like, whoa, wow. It's because it, it was like, it's different, right? It's more anime. It's, it's more chibi. style, too. But yeah. it still looks fantastic. And I was just really surprised. It's like, here's a Monster Hunter game. Oh, and another Monster Hunter game. I was like, when does this happen? Like, oh, my uh-huh. God. <laughs> so yeah, I was yeah. kind of stunned. And um, at first, at first, I thought it was a port. Because oh, they're so yeah. close to each other. So at first I was, you know, you guys see me in the Discord. I'm like giving you my live thoughts as I as I have them. <laughs> and I'm like, I won't be there day one on a port, but maybe. And they were like, Monster Hunter 2. Hunter. And they started showing it's all the new two. stuff. I was like, retract those statements. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty excited about one. I, I think that one's going to be really, really good. Now, I, wait, before we go on, I have a question because I've been seeing a lot of people talk about how Monster Hunter usually gets um, some kind of special edition or, you know, even if it's Japan exclusive. And mm-hmm. a lot, I've seen a lot of people talking about how this March 26 kind of lines up with the end of March, that it could be something having to do with new Switch hardware. I think what were possible. your thoughts on that? It could be. Possible. Yeah. 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 No. Uh, That's an exact date. Did Do we already have a Monster Hunter doc? Oh. Am I thinking of something else? Maybe I no. don't know if there was a doc. Okay. To be uh, I might, with you. I there's might a just, 3DS XL for sure. Yeah, there's definitely I think there's a yeah. couple 3DS designs, right? Yeah. I so. don't think there's a doc though. Because they just did a port of of the 3DS Monster Hunter game. Yeah. So. I remember that. I just I feel like I have a doc like picture in my head, and I, I don't know if there was a thing. But I feel like there oh. was a doc. Bobby said there was a doc uh-huh. in Japan. Ah, thank you, Bobby. I appreciate oh. that. Thank you for the assist, my man. Um, so, yeah, it, it's very possible that they, because here's the thing, Monster Hunter. That game's so popular in Japan. Monster Hunter yeah. sells big numbers, big numbers. <laughs> yeah. Monster Hunter's going to sell a lot. So I think this will sell a lot. They would, and that's what I mean. Like I see people saying they would be foolish not to do some kind of special edition or special console for it. If they didn't announce it, could that mean pro? That early, and that's the kind of that's the kind of game that you would want on the pro. It's a good idea. Let's save that talk for and a little later. It looks good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Fitness boxing two was announced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, that's that's about right. Yeah, I was like, why? Why? It must have sold really well. Like, cool. <laughs> Wait, this I feel is like that was one. popular before Ring Fit came out, and uh, now that Ring okay. Fit came out, people don't really care about that anymore. Mm. Well, the fitness boxing 
isn't there also ports for like VR for that? Or am I just thinking? Different? I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Uh, Disgaea six coming out summer twenty twenty one as a limited Yay. time console exclusive. Spider Man oh on, on PS four. You get Spider Man in the game. Oh, okay. In DLC. <laughs> Disgaea five it gets a free to play trial for everybody that subscribes to Nintendo Switch Online for September twenty third to twenty nine. Garrett, for folks that yeah. don't know what Disgaea is, tell them. Uh, it is a wacky um, strategy um, RPG, tactical RPG. Uh, go in, like, if you're going into it, it's not like Fire Emblem. It's very cartoony, very anime-like. Um, the characters are, the, I mean, I, I think it's just mediocre in general, right? You, you're not going to get invested in the characters or in the motion. It's a very light game. And also, uh, kind of different than Fire Emblem. Fire Emblem, you, like, want to make sure your characters are well-reserved. You want to block them very well. Whereas in Disgaea, it's more about combos and more about like you have to stack like three or four or five people together and like do these certain strategies to do these ultimate like w- like outrageous number of attacks on these enemies. Um, there's different terrain levels. Um, these are super long games too. So try them out if you're a stra- like a strategy tactical RPG fan like myself it's 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 a good game it's i but i think it's it's hard to get into i think um but i'm i'm looking forward to disguise six um i want to see how that is good good i am not but i am interested in empire sin which is Mm. a turn-based strategy game from john romero who's from um if i remember the e3 thing He's like the Doom Quake guy from like back in the day. He was like one of the founders of, of that whole thing. So he's doing Romero games now and this is, this is his new thing. I love mafia stuff. Um, have all of those movies. So absolutely like just the kind of the setting and the theme. I was like, all oh, this looks great. And then when I started seeing like it's XCOM-ish type stuff, I was like, oh, this, this looks a lot of fun. They announced today in the direct that it was pre-order. They didn't give you a date. Um, we found out afterwards that it is coming December 1st. If I if memory serves, oh, I didn't wow. write it down, but I think it's December first. So, I thought this game had kind of you know fallen out of the year. I'd been kind of writing mm-hmm. this one off for some time, so it was a pleasant surprise to see it again. I think it looks great. I hope it has some of like the um, I really like the Godfather games like on Wii. I know it's like a deep cut, but I love the games where you, like you're the mafia person and you're like trying to take over the city. So I hope they have some of that stuff too, like some city building elements in there. Um, cause I like taking over strongholds, you know, and safe houses and, and rackets and, and, you know, getting vigs from the guy at the deli and stuff like that. Like, oh, that's good fan service for me. So I hope some of that's in there. Sniper Elite 4 was announced for Nintendo Switch. It is out this holiday. I think nice. it's cool that Switch is getting this game. I don't think this game looked great at all. Like what they yeah. showed, I was like, that looks rough. I yeah, don't even remember what it looked like. It looked pretty rough. It looked like a modern big game being ported to Switch. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it looked like. Polygon. Hades is out today from Supergiant nice. Games. It's what, $20, right? $19.99? $20 right now. $20. It's a discount. Yeah. That's when you like Garrett, right? It's really good. Um, yeah. I love the developer, Supergiant Games. Uh, just it's, it's a roguelike game. So just go in there. Knowing that if you like roguelites, this this is the game for you, and you love Supergiant. This it's a fantastic um, game. Yeah, I heard it's really really hard. It's hard. Like you you're not gonna beat it like in the first ten runs or something like that. Okay. It's that's the problem with roguelites for me is that I get stuck in a certain place 
and I can never just like get past that. I can't, I can never get past that barrier. And I know people have a lot of persistence in those games, like Dead Cells and stuff like that. So just go in there. If 20 bucks is like, you know, is like a good entryway for you. If you love super giant games, try it out. It's really, really good. I love the combat too. They, they really did refine the combat compared to Bastion um, a lot. So I, I enjoy it. Fancy Film in the chat says it's amazing. So that's another recommendation you mm-hmm. have there. Ballad and Wonderworld is coming out this spring. We've seen this game before. Anybody have any special thoughts about this one? Uh, it looked rough. I thought, and no, I'm being serious. Like when I was seeing this, I'm like, is this really how this is running in this in, in, on Switch? It just looked bad to me. I don't know. I, I wasn't too excited for this one. The first time we saw it, I was thinking that it was like early. Mm-hmm. And thinking it would be a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then they showed this oh. and I was like, oh, that's the game. It's right around the corner. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, Rune Factory 5 is out next year, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this is going to be dismissive to the fans that really like those games. I swear to you, uh, my my the, the thing that hit me when this game showed up, I was like, do we get one of these like every direct? Like, I feel like I've seen 15 of these games. Like, I, I, I don't know if it's the same game. Or no. if they're different no, it's, games, it's, but I just feel like we have a lot of these games. It's a pretty big, big, big series. <laughs> right. Rune Factory 4, the special edition, got release, re-released on Switch. It, it was on 3DS. Mm-hmm. So that's what you're seeing. This is, is the now. one that's been okay. coming. This, oh, is okay. the, this is the sequel. This is the yeah. new game built for Switch. I got you. Okay. <laughs> I knew that nice. was dismissive. I know people weren't going to like it here, but I mean, I can only be honest. Like, that was what I was thinking. I was like, again? Jeff Grubb's special Ori and the Will of the Wisp is announced for Nintendo Switch and it's out today. Right away. Blow my mind. We teased poorly that teased. That we Jeff told. Grubb, Jeff Grubb told us after our show that we had what almost two months ago now, right, in six weeks or something it's been like that. A while. Um, that Ori and the Will of the Wisp was coming to Switch. He was like, "You guys want, you guys want a a, a little a little takeaway," and he said it, and you guys saw it because it was off air. Yeah, I almost jumped out of my chair. I was <laughs> losing my mind. Um, and there it is. I know people know that I like Ori. I know that they know that because the first Ori came to Switch. Ori in the Will of the Wisp, Ori 2, blows the first Ori out of the water. And I like the first Ori. Like, when Ori 1 came out, I was like, this is a great platformer. If it was on Nintendo, people would love it. And then Ori 2 was like, yeah, the game sucks. <laughs> this game <laughs> is amazing. Ori in the Will of the Wisp is... And I, I... Look, this is not hyperbole. This isn't hype. I've said it. I've sat on it. I've lived with this opinion, and I believe it. My favorite platformer of all time. That's big. I love Nintendo games. (laughs) Like, think about what that means. I have never felt more accomplished reaching the end of a platformer than I did Ori of the Will of the Wisps. I never felt like it was too hard that I couldn't do it. But at the same time, there were moments when I was playing the game that I was incredibly impressed with what I was actually doing. I was like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, look at all this stuff I've done. It has an emotional story. It has incredible music. It is beautiful. You're I convincing me. absolutely bought this game. <laughs> Everybody that has heard me all year knows 
that until this point, up until now, Oregon the Will of the Wisps is my game of the year. Donnie, they gotta hire you to advertise. It's this my game, favorite game. You. Like it's it's my favorite. You're convincing. You're it's convincing my favorite game of the generation. Right when it came out, I was like, "This is Xbox's best exclusive. It's their best game." And people I think are like, Donnie will re- buy it for you, Rebecca. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, he actually will if I you say that. <laughs> absolutely love it, and I wish more people did. I wish more people stuck with it because it, it's mm-hmm. really, really good. If you like the Metroidvanias, if you like platformers, there's such a a, a rich, like dense thing here for you. And I truly adore it. Is it going to be my game of the year? Who knows? Still got to play Cyberpunk. But nothing's Ooh. beating it. This game had me. So the first time I ever played Ori, mm-hmm. I stopped playing it to play other things. And when I came back to it, you, that, you can't play Ori that way. You, it, it teaches you so much muscle memory with all the controls. Ori is one of the few games that I've ever said makes you use the entire controller. It's not a three button game. Okay. You can't A and B your way out of this. You're going to use every trigger. You're going to use every trigger and combo with every button. You're going to use both sticks and you're going to use them all like interchangeably, not Hmm. in this section and you never use it again. It builds and layers on tactic after tactic after tactic after tactic. And before it's over, like six hours goes by and you're doing all this kind of stuff. And I just wonder if people like stop to realize what the game has taught you. In a way that like people appreciate Mario, like so many people have talked about Mario, you walk and then you jump over the gap and it teaches the player to jump. It's like Ori does that to a million to an insane <laughs> level. It does that. And I just appreciate the design of the game for that. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Um, I absolutely bought it today. I wanted to buy the collector's edition that was announced. Yeah. Piper wanted to know if you're getting it. I would love to. Here's the problem. I don't want to buy two copies of the game. I already have it on Xbox and I bought the special edition of that. So I already have a box copy of the game. It's not as good as this one. Um, I didn't want to have two physical copies of the game, hmm. but I probably would have if it included a digital code that I could play today. The problem was yeah. I wanted to play it today because I wanted mm-hmm. to tell you about it on the podcast and mm-hmm. I didn't want to buy it digitally today and then buy it physical and wait for it to come in December. Those collector's editions will sh- ship out until December. So I was like... Yeah. And it's like a hundred and fifty dollars. Stained glass art. It looks great. It looks amazing. Oh my god, you need that stuff. Okay, so I'm hard on switch ports. I'm going to tell you that this is uh, Mm -hmm. it's real good. It's a good. It's a good port. I do have issues, um, or at least things to point out. Not that they're issues to me. I don't. I played through the intro. I played through the intro area and like the first little area after that before we jumped on the podcast today. Um, The game in the foreground. Like your character, the characters you interact with, everything, the level, the footing that you're on, everything in the foreground, super sharp as can be, looks great, detailed. The background gets real muddy, especially mm-hmm. in motion. And it's something that I notice. Like I noticed instantly. I was like, oh, that's a shame. Now, did I expect it to run 4K60? No. Does it totally run 60 frames a second? It absolutely does. Did oh, I run into nice. any hitching or frames? Nope. No slowdown at all. It was a completely smooth experience. And that's saying something. Ori had a hard time running on Xbox. They had to patch that game for weeks. It was, it's an intensive game. I actually played it on PC because of all of the reports from the reviews that, and I also want to play it in uh, ultra wide. Ori is a beautiful, like, yeah, you want to make it as big as you can. Um, But that doesn't take away. It's $30 for one of my favorite games of this generation of games. 
I mean, $30 seems like a steal for me. Like, I'm going to pay $60 for a Mario game that came out 25 years ago. Like, <laughs> it's incredible. Um, so, yes, I was very excited when Jeff Grubb told me. I know I teased and hyped it up a lot. I know people out there might be like, well, we knew it was going to come, Donnie. That's not true. If you're an Ori fan and you follow Ori News, Microsoft went on a marketing campaign when Ori 2 came out to abundantly say it wasn't coming. Jeff Greenberg, go look him up. You just go type mm-hmm. in. Aaron, or not, not Jeff Greenberg. I'm saying Jeff. Grubb. Aaron Greenberg. Aaron Greenberg, <laughs> Ori the Will of the Wisps. And he talks about how they're not going to publish your games on other consoles. They're focused on Game Pass. Ori, I think he says Ori and the Will of the Wisps is not coming to yeah. Nintendo Switch. And uh, he lied. You can say that he lied. I don't think it's that simple. And I, I do I, think you can work your way around it. Probably, well, I think there's extenuating circumstances. Well, one, a publisher like reserves the right to lie to us. <laughs> like sometimes it's, it's all because they want you to buy it on, you know, Xbox of course. first. And then, sometimes and then they, they want to preserve the, the surprise. But to, to be honest, I think the real story here, and people may think I'm giving Microsoft an excuse. Maybe they are. Maybe I am. But I think the real the real behind the scenes stuff here is that Moon Studios that makes Ori is not a first party right. publisher with with mm-hmm. with Microsoft. They actually signed a new deal with a separate. They left. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, for a long time, I misunderstood that. So it's th- important that people know that. I don't think we'll have another Ori 3. I don't think Moon Studios is going to do Ori again. And I think that might have more to do with Microsoft thinking, yeah, then we're going to put it somewhere else because we're going to make more money off of this. Because I think Microsoft mm-hmm. was hoping that Moon Studios was going to join the the team. You know, they're like on studio acquisition mode. I think, and I don't think I'm alone in that. I think a lot of people have been predicting that Moon Studios would have joined I, the Microsoft family. I thought it was the first party, to be honest yeah. with you. And a lot of people I, did. I did. And when they time. signed with um, Private Division, oh, I think <laughs> people were caught off guard. They're like, what? Yeah. What, why? What's happening? Mm-hmm. I think that might have more to do with this coming to Switch than not. But even if they lied to me, I don't care. I'm happy to give them the it's pass. Whatever. I absolutely love this game. I've bought it twice. <laughs> you should buy it. Get Game Pass. Get on Switch. I don't care. Buy it twice. Buy the collector's edition. Get a plush. Do all the Play things. Play on PC. Because yeah. The thing that I've always said, and I, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to beat this dead horse. But I know people, they already know what I'm about to say. I'm sorry. If Nintendo made Ori, Ori would be a big deal. <laughs> Nintendo fans would adore Ori. They would they would put it up on a pillar of Nintendo's greatest platformers. They talk about how great it is. If, if they did it, but because Xbox did it and Xbox players typically, right, the stereotype, don't play games like Ori, falls on deaf ears. And I think mm-hmm. it's criminal because um, like Hollow Knight is with like Metroid, like Ori is with like platformers, like Ori is incredible. Isn't Ori also a Metroidvania as well? Sort of. Yeah, kinda. it, it kind of is, but not like Hollow Knight is, not like that. Yeah, um, okay. But it, it there there's a world. You you explore mm-hmm. it. You do kind of go in somewhat linear fashion. There is minor backtracking, like um, but it's not really backtracking. It's more like the original Metroid where you'll get abilities as you collect things that let you double jump or triple jump or glide, mm-hmm. and, and then you can access other areas. But all of a sudden, I mean, it is kind of um, linear. is not the right word. But so, yeah, it, it is Metroid to answer the question. It is a Metroidvania, but I think it's like Metroidvania light maybe. Might be the best way of describing. It's not. There is that to it. It's not the sole focus. I guess mm-hmm. is the better way of putting it. Like an yeah. Axiom Verge or a Hollow Knight is, where you're constantly mm-hmm. going back and forth and making the map mm-hmm. and everything. Exploring, it's, yeah, yeah. It's not all of that. So, 
I was so hyped and I immediately like had all of the gifts for Jeff Grubb and I jumped in a server and I was like, finally, we have our day. And he was like, I'm so happy for you. And oh, God, I love it. I freaking love it. And uh, hopefully I'll pick up one of those collector's editions one day on eBay from somebody who, um, I don't know, falls on hard times. Or something. <laughs> um, Boy, let's see here. We're 50 minutes. Yeah. We have a lot of news. What do you want to do? Way too much Ori news. Um, okay. Let's get us out of here. I don't, I don't want to say get us out of here. That's not right. But let me see if I can't speed this up a bit. <laughs> sure. So Nintendo had that special management briefing. 100%. Mm-hmm. I was way wrong. Nobody retired. None of that at all. <laughs> this was like their normal management briefing. And uh, they basically said that they're just going to have these going forward whenever they see fit. They normally paired it with their earnings things, which is why I was like, this is different because it was. And they were like, eh, change your mind. So Donnie was wrong. Um, they did reveal that the online service for Switch has 26 million paid users. Wow. Oh my gosh. That is $20 a year from 26 million people. It's like, yeah, here's your 20 bucks. It's like, we got a lot of money now. <laughs> this is a We're great idea. I, you know, somebody at Nintendo was like looked up and they're like, for Super Nintendo games? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for very few Super Nintendo games, wow. all right? <laughs> you know, they're like, hey, we got the N64 stuff. They're like, no, 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 hold on. No, hold no, no, on. no, no, it's okay. <laughs> yeah, that'll be another $20 in a couple of years. <laughs> um, there are now over 200 million Nintendo accounts in the world. Jeez. Give you a little, a little reach there. That's pretty cool. They have more... <laughs> I, I saw, I read somewhere, I don't know where I read it, Mario Kart Tour, was it? I think had a lot to do with those Nintendo yeah. accounts. Yeah, a lot of people signed oh, up for okay. that a lot, Yeah, like the average player type thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say, damn it, Nintendo. They have visual content expansions. They have what movies. What does that even mean? They're working on movies. And, and oh, like my God. TV series. But <laughs> you just say movies, like shows? like No, visual no, content expansions. Expansions uh, from what? <laughs> There's a Super Mario animated movie by Illumination slated for 2022 release. All right. Are you guys excited about that? Are you excited to go see a Mario movie? I need to see a preview. Mm, before. Yeah. I hear Illumination and I think Minions. And I, oh, is that I Minions? I okay. think about how they're going to turn like Toads or something into Minions and it, it scares me. <laughs> I think that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, me too. You actually just gave me a reason to go see it. I'm like, oh, I'm here for that. Oh, I hear that toad voice and just like millions of them across the room. Oh, Toad is my least favorite character in all of it. You need to play Paper Mario. I do not answer. Oh, I hate his voice. I hate everything about Toad. I... If they're the new minions, I don't, I'm not there. If you like visual content expansion, Nintendo confirmed that they are working on an integrated hardware software gaming system. Oh, so a console. <laughs> <laughs> Um, President Furukawa <laughs> said Switch business is midway through its life cycle and that they are preparing a number of software to come out for the system. And their R&D investment, this was this is actually interesting. R&D previously used to look at conventional tech that enabled a lower price to appeal to users. But now R&D is looking at cutting edge technology. Look at how intuitive it is for users and battery life is important given the playtime sessions of Switch players, five to six hours. Our data suggests that the Switch hasn't fully uh, fulfilled demand yet. Switch sales are likely to gain further momentum at the year end. We know they're working on a new console. Do you like hearing that? Cutting edge technology. Maybe Donnie was wrong again. 
Maybe they are about to try and sell a $500 Switch. <laughs> I, I would be down with that, too. Maybe they got an SSD in 4K. Like, maybe they do. Um, that That's a surprising statement, mm-hmm. uh, I think. That's something I, I don't want to, like, read too much into it, but yeah, that wouldn't be in there for no reason, right? Like, just for fluff. I'm just happy for the battery life. Like, they understand that the battery life needs to be a little bit better. Especially, yeah, especially if it's going to be, mm-hmm. So can't M- wait. The MPD also released, and if you guys had, if you guys even wondered to know, Nintendo Switch, Nintendo, just had the biggest selling MPD for August ever. It's not, impressive. Not wow. this gen, not this this past five years, <laughs> ever. We're suckers. Oh of my gosh. All wait, what about? Wait, what was it about August? Like, I would expect it to be earlier this year when all the Animal Crossing stuff was hitting. Well, isn't it like August, like probably like the lower activity of, of like video games, especially for Nintendo, like hardware wise and like in general? Typically, the summer has always kind of been, yeah, like less activity. More people are outside, more people are home, more yeah. people like go on vacation, stuff like that. But I don't know. But that's what it is. They did it. Uh-huh. So. Okay. Congratulations, Nintendo. Nintendo added Donkey Kong Country 2, Diddy Kong's Quest, Mario Super it's, it's Picross. It's Diddy's Kong, and I got corrected for it. Diddy's, Diddy's Kong Quest. And yeah. I didn't. I never realized the pun in Conquest there. Cool. So there I, we go. I the, learned. The Peacekeepers. And then on NES, we got Scat Special Cybernetic Attack Team. Whatever that is. Guys, Donkey <laughs> Kong hell? Country 2. <laughs> Donkey Kong Country 2. <laughs> It has, I, and I th- and I thought about this a little bit in, in thinking about my childhood memories. It is probably my favorite SNES game out of out of all the SNES games I've tried. It was just not much. It is my favorite, and the soundtrack is just spot on. Like the I do hear a lot of people on. say that the second one they enjoyed more than the first. It's really good, one hundred percent. Yes, it was big play. when it came out. I do remember that, and uh, again, I, I don't have any stones to throw at Nintendo Switch Online. I'm just. I think I'm over Super Nintendo stuff for now. It's like I've had a yeah. lot of it for the last five years, so I'm kind of like, I need a break. I'm good. Cool. So I would like to see anything else. More trials, demos, something else. Do anything N64. else. Uh, Mario 35 <laughs> yeah. was a start, and then they were like, but we're taking it yeah. away from it. Oh, Ken, we need to <laughs> it hurts. It hurts every time Grab you that. hear it, right? And they're like, look at this amazing game. You're like, I'll give you so much money. And they're like, no, you won't. <laughs> Why? So sad. Nintendo 3DS has been officially discontinued nine years after the handheld hit the market in 2011. All six models of the 3DS family, the 3DS, the 3DS XL, the new 3DS, the new 3DS XL. Remember when people said Xbox was part? (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) 2DS and the new 2DS XL. Which I have. And it's great. All discontinued. Pour one out for all 3DS. What a great system. Fantastic. It has a huge library. If you don't have a 3DS or any of the family yet, go get one while you can. There's so many games on there from from over the years. I saw on Nintendo that they have refurbished 3DS, 2DS systems Mm -hmm. all across the board. You'll be able to get one. Like, I don't think it'll become rare or hard to get by any stores. But man, that's what a console. I suggest so you do what I did. I paid a hundred dollars and I had somebody install the entire library. Donnie, I can 3DS do that for you on my 3ds. It's amazing. 
It takes, I could have done that for you. Ah, okay. Garrett, it takes oh, two minutes for it to load. I know. That's why I didn't do it and paid a hundred dollars for it. When you boot it up, it just flickers for like two minutes as it like installs everything and then it turns on. But it's it's a great system to remember and it was one mm-hmm. that I think I've always said this. I'll never get rid of that thing. Are you crazy? What a great like one, my Fire Emblem games. Two, my Zelda mm-hmm. games. Like that's it's enough an alone. Zelda Pokemon machine. Oh, that's a JRPG machine. Or JRPG machine. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 My so first good. portable. I always bring that up. My mm-hmm. first, I never had a portable system ever in Nintendo until 3DS. And when I got started. Man, what a good one to get. I think I owned them all. <laughs> As I look back, like I've had all of these models. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mr. Pig and G-Man both ask us, what was your favorite moment or memory with the 3DS? Ooh. Ooh, that's, so, ooh, that's tough. I got two. I don't know if you I can. can name. Two. Go ahead. All right. I, I think it's uh, Fire Emblem Awakening oh, that's is, a good is, one. Prob- is probably my first one because that was my first Fire Emblem game as well into the series and just the characters in there and like the tactics of it. It's, oh my gosh, it's just so good to go through that game. Remake it. So, remake, remake it. Awakening. Remake it. And also Super Smash Brothers for 3DS. I remember having it and good I'm one. like, I could not believe how good this this game runs on the whole roster a console game on 3ds as Mm -hmm. controller for the wii u version of the game that's what i did did. college we did that multiple times for an extra controller Mm -hmm. it worked well it made me believe 3ds like when i saw that i'm like i don't need a wii u i can just play on my 3ds (laughs) for all the games and super smash brothers so a lot of them it got it got yoshi's uh woolly world it got Mm -hmm. Hyrule warriors it got a, a good number of Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I bought my 3DS for Awakening. That's what got me in the door. So, Garrett, that's a good pull. Yeah. I. It's tough. There's a lot. It's tough. Mario Golf was a huge deal for me um, because I mm-hmm. play golf games, as you guys know. But for like two years, we had a really good, I would say, consistent like Mario Golf run. Um, kind of like we're doing now with PGA Tour, but way more. We had like 20 or 30 mm-hmm. people that were playing. And uh, it actually spawned across like different. So at, at the time when Mario Golf came out, PSVG wasn't even a thing. I was in uh, Married to the Games server and I was a member of their community and I was doing it for them. And then I started PSVG and after I started getting PSVG together and I found Nintendo Shack folks that like golf. And I was like, well, I used to do this. Do you want to do it? And they're like, yeah. And it was like all reborn and we did it again. So uh, I remember I used to make like little, uh, I used to use um, a Mitomo the mobile app mm-hmm. to do like little me picks for golf events and stuff. And I posted on Twitter and like, we had a really fun time with that. So that's a great memory. And then I think my favorite memory on switch is uh, Mario sun and moon or Mario sun and moon Pokemon <laughs> sun and moon. I'm looking at the chat <laughs> and I'm talking you said um, switch. And then you said Mario sun and moon. <laughs> yeah. Pokemon sun and moon. Um, my favorite it's Pokemon games. Mm-hmm. I, I love them. I, I think the story was excellent. I played the mess out of them. Also, the first game that like me and Jack play Pokemon really together because oh, um, nice. he was out of age and excited. We were there day one to get the games. We played them together. We had set. We first time I ever bought two of the same game. <laughs> I bought one for him, bought one for me, and we started playing together at the same time. So that is also kind of a special memory. 
Mm-hmm. I also have two. One of them, I, I've talked about this before, um, finally completing my living Pokedex in um, right. the, the sixth generation of Pokemon. That was a big moment for me because that was kind of when I was getting back seriously into Pokemon um, after being away from it for some time. Um, I've talked about that before. Something I haven't talked about, um, I don't think ever really. Um, not my favorite game, but just a, a moment that I or like it not it's not even one moment it's just a memory that i think will always stick with me was having my 3ds when i was studying abroad in denmark in college um i did bring my 3ds with me and so i don't know why but i have so many memories of playing pokemon shuffle um on oh, like yeah. the buses and trains and stuff yeah. to get to my classes into the city um every day it was the perfect portable console and i just played that like I don't know why I kept getting drawn into that game in particular. I think because it was so easy just to play a couple of rounds, um, you know, when I was on the bus and whatnot. Um, and also doing Street Pass when I was abroad. Street Pass. Being able to get all of the the different people, especially when I was in Europe, all the Street Passes That's I was so getting cool. from people all over the place was so cool with the 3DS. So just mm-hmm. having that little thing with me as I was like hopping around from country to country was like the coolest thing ever. That's really, really good. You said portable console, which is, I think, my my biggest takeaway from 3DS was before I ever had a 3DS, um, I was kind of looked down on portables. I, I, I've i said this in the past. I always thought mm-hmm. they were like not as good as consoles. And I, I think that's true. <laughs> I don't think the Game Boy was good as consoles. I don't think the GBA was as good as the consoles. But I think the 3DS was as good as the Wii or the Wii U. Mm-hmm. And when the Switch rumors started to come out back when we were investigating and thinking it was NX... For the first time ever, I'm pretty sure you can find me on an early episode of PSVG where I said, I hope it's a portable. I was like, oh, it, it wow. completely changed me. I was like, I, I was like, oh, I hope it's a portal. Please don't be a console. Like, be the next 3DS. Don't be the next Wii U. Little That's did we know. Insane. It was both. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, without 3DS, I don't think I would have ever been in that mindset. I still have a huge backlog to go through. I have a list of JRPGs on my GG app profile. You can look at it. It's like I got at least, There's I don't know, so many. 800 hours. <laughs> never going to get there. I'm never going to get there, but I can Heart, try. Heart Life wants to know, what is your favorite edition of the 3DS that you would recommend for collectors to look for? Should they become even more scarce? That's Favorite good. edition. Wow. There's some really Can I talk one. about my faceplates? Yeah, you can, you talk, can talk about, about your, your faceplates. Do my faceplates count? Like, I don't know how I, rare they are anymore. Or if, like, you have some count. rare ones, yeah, though, right? You got your. Let me just say any ones. of the Zelda ones. <laughs> any of the Zelda ones. The first one I bought was red, and I bought it for <laughs> Awakening, and then I traded in for the Majora's Mask one, which I still think might be my favorite system. The Majora's one. Mask 3DS is gorgeous. It's the gold yeah. with the inlay, and I and I hate that game. <laughs> <laughs> and I totally bought that system and bought that game to play it again just to try it. And I was like, well, I don't like the game, but this system is beautiful. Um, yeah. I have the new Nintendo 3DS, the regular edition, that was discontinued here in America quickly. <laughs> like I, we, I just never knew it was in stock. Like <laughs> we are an XL. <laughs> type of country and uh these come with collectible faceplates of which nice. i have so many, many of them many faceplates <laughs> um first and foremost like i love my nintendo plates these are the ambassador plates that are from japan these are like mm-hmm. one of my favorite things that i have i've got animal crossing plates i've got pikachu plates pokemon plates um i've got 
I've got all the plates, like all the plates in the world that you could ever want. Um, the ones that I have most that people know is I have the, um, what are they called? I don't think I have them. They're, they're over in the drawer. The, um, the, um, Hanafuda plates. Oh, right. Like right, right. Super rare and hard to find. And, uh, Carol helped me find them and I tracked and them down. Them. And I totally took them out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> and she hates it. Like I would never the take the ambassador went. ones out because they were a special. But the Hanafuda ones weren't like you could just buy them, and I wanted to use them. Like they were my, I love them. I think they're gorgeous, and I wanted to mm-hmm. use them. I don't have them on now because Jack went to play my 3ds, and I was like, "Let me change faceplates real quick." <laughs> <laughs> so I want to grab my hands over it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know whose system or whose faceplates are you know the most rare or anything like that. But I mean, if I could offer anybody, if you can get any of these in the faceplates, tell you the faceplates have a high collector value. Um, they're hard to get and they're hard to find. And just to, I, I know I took a picture of this, but I want to show Rebecca since she's here. I bought mm-hmm. custom Wind Waker plates. This is how crazy yeah. stupid I am about freaking plates. That's beautiful. I bought the these on Etsy. Yes. Yeah. I bought these on yeah. Etsy and I, and I, I wore these for like a year or two. So nice. I loved them. I loved them. So that, that's my answer. So I have to say, and I wish I could have gotten this. That Monster Hunter, I, I think it's four or something like that, but it's like chrome, silver, like uh, 3DS XL. Oh, man, that that that's a console I would have like bought if I if I had the money <laughs> straight up. Oh, so nice. oh, that's a good one, too. Yep. So that's my answer. So I have three that I really like. Um, I don't really have an order that I like them. I just really do like them. The gold Triforce mm-hmm. Zelda one. Um, that one is really nice. I have a really soft spot for the Galaxy one, which I oh. I almost bought so many times. Just that really? Purple, really? purple starry galaxy. I don't know why. It's like not even a special game or anything. I just really like how it looks. I came so close to buying that I so many times. I think I made times. fun of that thing so much when it came. I was like, what? <laughs> We're just slapping wallpapers on plates now? It's so pretty. I don't it know what you're talking good. about. It looks It great. does. It um, does. I, I just, you know, I want it to be thing. themed. Like, where's Mario in this galaxy thing? <laughs> And then the, I think it was the most recent one they did, the mm-hmm. the Metroid one. Um, yes. I really Samus Returns. And Good. If I was oh, a bigger God. Metroid fan, I would have been all over that. Piper says the Hylian Shield, which I had. That one's good too. You I, had that? I got rid of mine for the Hylian Shield, and I had the Hylian Shield for about like 45 days, and I was like, I missed my faceplates. And I went and bought it all oh again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Bonnie's selling, flipping over here. I did. Stuff. Like I, I, I yeah, moved it, ones, I and I was like, I'm, "I'm going to use this," and I loved it. It's gorgeous. And then I, I started playing it for like three weeks, and I, I started caving. You could hear it on the show. I was like, I kind of miss my old three. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last story that we had in here is that Mass Effect is heading to the Nintendo Switch. If you believe the, uh, where is it? Portuguese store gaming <laughs> replay. I had to look it up in the paragraph. Jeez. Um, so this leaked out a little bit ago last week and has mm. been kind of corroborated. I was told that this will be announced next week. I was told it is coming to the switch and I was told it might be coming November 7th. Mm. I so hope it does. Things. I really hope. It I does. don't know if that's correct. Who knows? <laughs> but, but I, that's kind of what I, what I think is a thing. Um, I was told the Switch versions are probably the 360 versions, maybe. Oh yeah, definitely. Slightly enhanced, but those are those. Yeah. And then the consoles are getting 
full on remasters, I think is what it sounds like. So be excited. I played Mass Effect 2 when it hit backwards compatibility on Xbox. Mm -hmm. Never got into Mass Effect. Still haven't. I I played Mass Effect 2 earlier this year and and I really liked it. Everybody. (laughs) You got the worst ending. I know. It was so sad. So I need to get this so that I can play the first one, fix all of my horrible decisions (laughs) in the second one, and then play the third one. And then everybody will be alive and happy and there will not be blood on my hands. Yeah. Mass Effect is a huge gap in my RPG catalog that I know a lot of people love and enjoyed. And I I can't believe I missed it because I was really into 360. I don't know how I missed it. So I'll be I'll be really glad to play it on Switch or I think you would like it, Garrett. I do too. Oh, I'm I'm sure. It's a whole lot of game. It's yeah, it's long. There's a lot. And there's a lot of optional stuff too. The thing about getting that trilogy. We got that trilogy, we got Borderlands, we got Bioshock, with all the new games and Hyrule Warriors and Mario Kart Tour Live or whatever. Like you have a lot of game to play. You got a lot of things to get. Mm -hmm. So it's exciting. Um actually I was I misspoke. Rocket League's free to play. And uh, it's patched yeah. in with online nice. stuff, so you can you don't have to have Nintendo Switch Online to even play. Guys, That's Rocket right League up. is one of my favorite games of all time. I have more hours in that collectively over Switch, PS4, PC than like probably any other game. Like wow. that is so much fun. Nice. Honestly, I, I play that with my college friends. I um, wish all the time. Nintendo had taken this opportunity to promote Rocket League and maybe do like an exclusive flag yeah. or something and put it in Nintendo well, Switch they- Online. They already, when it came to the Switch, they had the two exclusive cars. I would right. love to see them do more of that because there's so many ideas that they could do. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they could say like, hey, Rocket League's free to play today. All Nintendo Switch Online members, you get this Yoshi car, you know, mm-hmm. like and, and show them some promotion or something. That would have mm-hmm. been awesome. Mm-hmm. Missed that Lean into the Mario Kart aspect of it, make it like tied with Mario Kart themes somehow. They could. Yeah. Rebecca, we're in hour 10, so we're doing good. How about we yeah. uh, let's pull two I'm questions. Okay, let's see here. Um, <laughs> just two, um, <laughs> three. Let's do three questions. Brendan wants to know if you had to battle it out with your co-host to stay on the podcast. <laughs> what Nintendo game would you throw into the mix to compete in? Listen here, Shaq, folks. Oh um, no! One, I'm not good at games. Nobody out there thinks I am. I've never claimed to be. <laughs> but guess who is good at games? Rebecca. Rebecca's oh, got game. You overstate that. Rebecca's honestly. got game. game. Folks, Depends I've on. seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. Have you seen me play platformers? Because our <laughs> I saw her play Golf Story. She's not good at that. But I've seen her play. <laughs> I've seen her play Smash, and she's good. She'll kick your ass. Like she's real good. Mm-hmm. So be, be afraid. Like don't don't walk into that battle thinking, oh, some girl can't play. Girl's got game. Real game. Uh my only answer possibly is Mario Golf. I don't think I've ever been anybody <laughs> at any other game ever. <laughs> I think I'm a good kart player, but I don't um I don't use like Metal Mario and stuff like that. I always use Yoshi, oh, okay. so but I think I'm a decent kart. Kart's so random too. Yeah. It's like it's like everyone's like good and then there's the mm-hmm. people that are a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but golf so. golf I'm good. I'm a good golf player. So for me, uh I'm glad Jason's not in this group. Dude, I saw Rebecca I, hold her own against him. Like she's good. 
It's just okay. real good. I'm, I'm really not that good at Smash. <laughs> let's go. Let's Jeez. let's do some Smash Bros. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if it wasn't Smash Brothers, Clubhouse Games, let's just play a simple game ah, of chess. Yeah. Oh, you would you would beat me in that. He told. Yeah. He, he was like, Don, are you want to play? I was like, absolutely I not. Nope. I didn't. I, I, do that I didn't compete. You know. You know. When I was in middle school or anything like that, I didn't take you know summer chess camps for four <laughs> years. So if anyone wants to play chess with me, let me know. Well, I will be all of you guys in Splatoon. Oh no, let's let's play some Splatoon. Garrett's got go. Splatoon too. Splatoon. Yeah. Let me yeah. get a warm up and then let's uh, do it. I was waiting for Garrett to be <laughs> Is it one v one? I don't know. Maybe Splatoon three will have one v one. We could do it. That would be good. <laughs> I was waiting for Garrett to be like, I wasn't an alternate on the junior US Olympic chess. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh man. Didn't Splatoon one have one v one? And uh, I feel like no, I thought no, no. It, they, I feel so like no, I they did had, Jack. It, they had a local multiplayer mode, which was like shoot the balloons. Uh, is that mm. what it is? Because I remember doing the rubber bands where I would rubber band my Wiimote across my Pro Controller. Because the Pro Controller didn't do like the, 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 you had to use the sticks, but you didn't want to do the aim. Did you ever see that? It was like a player two thing. Do you never mm. seen that? Oh, I'm going to have to find a picture of that. That was a thing. You want to talk about how dumb Nintendo could be at times? That was a real thing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't They like were like, look, if there. you get some rubber bands and you tie your <laughs> Wiimote to your controller. <laughs> They're like, oh you can God. play two-player local co-op. That was a real thing. I'm not joking. Okay, I'm going to work in. We have four questions. I'm going to work in all four of them because wow. this one's separate and then the other two, I think we can combine. Action wants to know, how glad are you that Nintendo isn't part of all this console war hullabaloo? Um, I, if they were, I'm sure I, you you guys might quit the show. Like, <laughs> I mean, that seems to be the trend that's going right now. I, You'll I, yell 80% of this show, <laughs> pretty much. I'm losing co-hosts <laughs> left and right. Um, I love the console wars. Um, not so much in like getting one over on people. It's just that I love console launches. It's mm-hmm. such like a fact-finding mission, and there's so many things that are up in the air and like unconfirmed, and like nobody knows because nobody has it, nobody's seen anything. So it's all reset era and Twitter and screen grabs and Jeff Grubb and. <laughs> like these are all these things that Picking go into jabs it. at each other like, and, and i love that know. stuff i love finding and i love knowing and i like tracking all down i was the exact same way for the switch launch and i think i think for the most part i think if you're podcasting and stuff i think most people are like everybody loves the stuff right i just think sometimes we get too committed to like the flag right mm-hmm. as i was i said last time on the xbox empire i think it's a pretty good analogy we've got to get over like us versus them, where we think mm-hmm. us also includes the company, because the company doesn't think us includes us, right? It should be us, the gamers, the players, versus like them, the owners, like the NFL. Mm-hmm. We're like the players. They own the teams, right? So we may be against each other on Sunday, but come collective bargaining, we should all be together <laughs> like demanding the same things. Yeah, that's so good analogy. <laughs> For the betterment of the players. So yeah. while I do take... Uh, I, I I will let my opinions fly uh, and I will say what I believe in. Um, it's all out of good fun and jest. I, I think mm-hmm. most people know that about me, you know, so I like it, but uh, hopefully other folks do, or hopefully my thoughts don't turn so many other people off. Mm-hmm. I like getting into console wars as, as Donnie said as well. And I just like options i guess so you know when i'm thinking of console wars it's just thinking about what one system has advantage over the other and what's the pros and cons and i think all systems like pc switch xbox one ps5 or whatever 
all have their pros and cons. It's just whatever you're into and what it, what you enjoy. So like, just stick to what you enjoy. And like, it's fine to take jabs at, at something else. But like, if you take a jab, expect some resistance, <laughs> expect some punches back. Like there's a reason why they picked that other console. Um, so yeah, I mean, am I glad that, you know, Nintendo's not part of this hullabaloo? Yeah, sure. But like all in all, it's just what your preference is and what's your, what's your, because eventually I'm going to get all consoles. That's just how we are. Right. In the future, we're I'm just going to have them all too. Get, the moment yeah, PlayStation eventually. makes a legit rectangular horizontal exactly. box <laughs> that you can carry and not tow in into your apartment. Uh, I will buy house. one of those too. <laughs> and make sure you have a foundation check on it. On, yeah. On yeah your get the engineers yeah. out. Take a look yeah. at the, what are you, Rebecca? Um, I, my motto is let people enjoy things. Don't hate on somebody because they want to play something that you don't want to play. Just let them have fun. Let them enjoy things. Have your preference. Everybody else has a preference, but don't hate on it. You brought it up, Garrett. You talk about Nintendo. It's funny how Nintendo gets thrown in to like prove a point from the other person against the other person. Mm-hmm. So like a PlayStation person would be like, you do that thing for Nintendo you know, but but we all kind of agree <laughs> that Nintendo like really doesn't count. Like we yeah. all collectively agree that they don't count, but we use them when we can use them to our advantage. So I I kind of declare Nintendo like Sweden, like they're out. We all know <laughs> they're, they're crazy. They're, neutral. they're doing they're, crazy they're stuff over here. Own. It doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense. There's no there's no rhyme or reason to what Nintendo is doing. So they're out. Like, let's let's just leave them off the board, okay? All right. So Delvin and Carlos both had very similar questions this week. Um, phrased a little bit differently. Delvin wanted to know, what video game song would be the theme song to your life? His would probably be the Mario 3. <laughs> I'm so Overwatch. sorry. Sean says Switzerland. Did I say Sweden? You did say Sweden. You say Sweden. We, Sweden. we knew what yeah. you meant. We knew what you meant. Thank you. <laughs> That's why I have good co-hosts. Thank you. <laughs> we accept you. <laughs> Yeah, Delvin wants to know a video game song that would be the theme song to your life. Carlos wants to know um, his favorite soundtrack is the Donkey Kong Country 2 soundtrack. He wants to know which game has your favorite soundtrack. So favorite song, soundtrack, whatever, whatever you want to answer for that. So uh, Donkey Kong Country 2 is a very great pick. Um, I, I like specific songs and I like a whole soundtrack. So the title theme song to Donkey Kong Country 2 that's my jam. I'm just like hearing it like in my head right now. It just reminds me five year five years old me just like playing this game. Another one, Fire Emblem Echoes. The 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 title screen to that song. Great tune. They're both very short, but they they punch it out and they're so good. What are you recommending? So my, I have two favorite soundtracks that are tied for my favorite. Neither of them are strictly Nintendo, but they both appear on Nintendo consoles. Tied for first are Undertale soundtrack mm. and Chrono Trigger soundtrack. They are amazing. I listen to them all the time, like outside of playing the games. My favorite video game soundtracks are probably Ori and the original Last of Us. I absolutely mm. adore both of those mm. albums. I listen to them all the time. My favorite Nintendo stuff is probably Wind Waker. Um, mm-hmm. Dragon Roost is a longtime favorite of mine. Video game song would be the theme of your life. Is Yeah, oh, I got to think of that. What does that mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> can I use eShop music or like the Super Mario World where it's um, 
do 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 like I hum that all the time. <laughs> it's just kind of ingrained in me, so I'll choose that one. I'll say probably like it have to be something Zelda, like Zelda's <laughs> lullaby or something. I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know what we mean by theme song to our life. I don't know, like, but it can mean a lot of things. Piper said Shovel Knight soundtrack. Yes, that's real good. That's a real good one. Yep. I would listen to that album nonstop. It's, that's real yeah, good. So real good. good. Is that it? I think that's it. Well, that's going to do it for us this week here in the Nintendo Shack. Couplings, I hope you enjoyed it. We'll catch you next week for the next episode. Good night, Couplings. Bye bye.